You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello. Welcome back to the Thunderquack Podcast Quarantine Zone. Uh, I am uh, your host, of course, Michael Cohen. And with me tonight, I've got a very special guest that I'm very excited about, uh, Victor Hunter. Hey, Victor, how's it going? Hi, Mike. Oh, I'm a special guest. Yeah. Uh, How lovely. Yeah. I, I, we We haven't hung out in person I since... Uh, many, many, many months before the, the actually maybe even a year before this whole uh, pandemic situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. It's, it's been a long time, right? Like it was. I don't, uh, I don't remember the last time we saw each other. It was the trivia night. The, the trivia oh, night. Oh yeah. In, uh, okay. Right. Yeah. And yeah, uh, was a while ago. Huh. Yeah, it was a that was a while ago. Um, because Cassie was not even. I don't even think that maybe maybe Crystal was just pregnant at the time, but but you may not have known it. We may have right. we may have been playing that one close to the vest at the time. So, um, right. yeah, but I I it's so it's been far too long since we've hung out in person. Yeah, um, it sure has. And and this was a great excuse to just ring you up on the Internet phone and uh, and and just talk to you about dumb stuff to distract us yeah. from the fact that the world is currently uh in a very quiet form of chaos it's uh it's unique to say the least it's very unique um, yeah no that's great what a great idea yeah i uh, so let's let's get right into it let's not talk too much about about the whole covid19 uh quarantine situation yeah! Let's just talk it. about let's just talk about fun video games and let's start with Animal Crossing, uh, which is currently <clears throat> no surprise uh, taking the world by storm um, because yeah. everybody is locked in their house. Yeah, I I how, how are you how are you enjoying Animal Crossing so far? Uh, the same way I've enjoyed every Animal Crossing before it. Yeah, I. Uh, it's just delightful. I pop in for mm, an hour or so each day, make sure everybody's doing fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write a letter to Carmen the rabbit because I love her. Um, and then I, yeah, I just, I just kind of leave it. There's, there's a lot of people who seem to think that Animal Crossing is a race. Mm, yes. Uh, and miss me with that. I ain't about that life. I, it's, yeah. I'm on island time, baby. <laughs> just let me relax. I, for me, I, it's, it's just about, I want to be able to, to do all of the things that I'm able to do. And I, knowing that, that with this version, um, you're going to be able to basically terraform your island. Uh, right, I, yeah. I want to get to that point so that I can start, sure. you know, uh, uh, getting in there and, and crafting the world the way that I want it to be. Um, right. 
So that's the only How reason. How do you want that world to be? What what is your what is your terraforming plan? Yeah, you know what? When when they when they did the Animal Crossing direct and they really really showed us what this game was going to be, um, mm-hmm. and how it was going to be different and an evolution from the from the past ones, um, mm-hmm. they showed first they just kind of showed a standard island, uh, which looked a lot like a, your standard Animal Crossing setting, um, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then they showed you these tools and it's like okay he's digging through the 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 cliffside and. And um, and and building it back up and making waterfalls and making rivers and lakes mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I was like, okay, that's cool. That's really neat. And then they were like, yeah. And also, like, you can put you can put furniture anywhere. You can mm-hmm. just drop it anywhere you want. So you can create outside yeah, that's spaces. Fantastic. You can you can decorate your whole island. Um, yeah. And I was like, cool, cool. The one thing I'm really missing from this, and the one thing that I've always wanted Animal Crossing to do is to actually shift away from the the small town vibe and maybe do something that was a little bit more uh, I, I like like bustling metropolis sort of feel oh so you're a war criminal <laughs> yeah <laughs> I you're a psychopath and I'll never trust a single thing you ever say again <laughs> you're humanity's greatest monster so they they showed <laughs> they showed in that direct. Like, hey, if you really want to, you can like, you can you can make streets and you can put in sidewalks and streetlights and and you can you can bring a little bit of city to your island. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I yeah. I think that's what I want to do. Now that I'm playing the game, I hmm. don't know that I do. I actually, I was saying to Crystal today because she she played more of it today than I did because because I was mm-hmm. working today and she was with the kids so she she put on Frozen and <laughs> played video games while they were sure. watching um, yeah and I I we were talking about it and I was like yeah I just like I I I, I know that there's these abilities and I want to kind of mess around with it but mm-hmm. I don't actually I don't actually know that I want to change the layout of my island that much I'm. Now that yeah. now that it's familiar, now that it's become second home to me, uh, in in the midst of this whole situation, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like when I think about it, it's like I, it's not necessarily that I want to change it. I think I just want to add infrastructure to it, right? Sure. So yeah. I've got I have one area, um, that's sort of towards the north, uh, north, uh, the northeast. Uh, of my island that Mm -hmm. um there's one like the 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 cliff levels can go up two tiers right and there's sort of yeah it goes up one and there's a waterfall coming off of a stream and then you follow that further up and then there's another uh, there's another tier uh of cliffs on top of where you get to the where you get to the inexplicable beginning of the river that I guess is just feeding from the ocean. I guess so. It's just bubbling up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Somehow there's an aquifer uh, of, of yeah. fresh water there for those freshwater fish to live in. Totally. <laughs> um, and 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 exactly it 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 ends in that. But then, sort of off to the west from that plateau is another plateau that's mm-hmm. not that far off, and there's kind of just like this little this little gully valley whatever between them and i'm like sure. it would be really cool if i could put a bridge between that 
right? Absolutely. So that you, you can just go up there. A, a, a spectacle rock from A Link to the Past. There you go. You've exactly. Gotta, yeah. yeah. And and so like now that I'm like I said, now that I'm familiar with this with the terrain of of my island, I'm I'm thinking in those terms of like, oh, what cool stuff could I do with it the way yeah. that it is, rather than than thinking about. Um, more so like kind of tearing it all down and starting from scratch so yeah i so yeah i don't know it's a it 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 it's it's been a great experience i love it like you said it's the same experience that it is with every animal crossing Um, yeah but there are some games where i think that that's that's kind of all it needs to be right um what absolutely what are you going to do to animal crossing to really make that game that much better i'm excited because with with New Leaf, uh, did you play New Leaf or City Folk? Yeah, I did play uh, New Leaf. I think I don't okay. know that I played City Folk. That was that was on the DS or that's the Wii. That's the no. I, so I didn't play that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like City Folk introduced the idea of having a, a like a main strip where a lot of your features are and things yeah. like that, and then New Leaf really streamlined it. Um, and did a really good job of giving you a main street yeah. that's right across the train tracks. And you you can see right from the beginning all of the potential that your main street has. Because you see all the buildings, but they're all closed. Like they're, none of them have shops in them yet. And as you play, you slowly get to see what those shops are going to be and who... fills those spaces and and as those spaces fill you get more and more features and then uh for all the stuff that doesn't fit there there's the stuff like the roost which was like a public works project that you then put in your main town and now they've completely streamlined it where everything you get to place on your own in your own town so you could make a main street if you wanted to but you can also just sort of make them scattered around like you would in a uh in in the original or or wild world or something like that so i i think this really strikes a a really great balance of Mm -hmm. of that and it also because you don't see the main street from the beginning i have no idea what features are going to come up i don't know what what shops there are and i'm really excited to find that out not so excited that I need to play for a million hours a day, but enough that I want to pop in and see everybody and check what's going on. And it's, yeah, I'm finding it very meditative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of just trying to, to go in and check something off every day. Right. Like, like, uh, sure. Yeah. I, yesterday I finished paying down my second mortgage. So, so right. I, I haven't, I haven't logged in yet today, but when I do, I, I'll have another room in my house that I can yeah. start decorating. So that's, that's exciting. And that's kind of my thing is that like every morning I want to wake up and have a, like something new to go in there with yeah. Tom, tomorrow morning. I, I, the, the resident services uh, center will be an actual building and not just a tent. Yeah. So same. Yeah. So like, it's, it's just kind of, and I think that they, that they actually, the designers paced that out appropriately so that there really is, you can go in and you can play for maybe about an hour or two hours a day and, and crank something out, right. Depending on how efficient you want to be or what, where your focus is. And, um, 
And I think that's how it's intended to be played. There are a lot of people yeah. who are out there playing it with time travel and nonsense like that, which is, of course, yeah. cheating. Um, there's no other <laughs> way around it. Look, hey, I, I've been playing Animal Crossing games, and I, and, and I haven't played every single one, obviously, uh, but, but I have been playing them since the GameCube and i mm-hmm. uh, since that first one and and was i uh, i uh, keen on it when it was originally supposed to be on the nintendo 64 so like th- this game is is uh this franchise is very near and dear to me and uh, and one of the elements of the franchise that's uh, that is ingrained in the way that i play it is Rossetti the mole um and i sure. know that some of these youngsters probably uh, they're they're not really all that that keen on Rossetti coming in and and telling them how they're supposed to be playing their game. Apparently, there's a there's a, a libertarian attitude towards that. But I I, look, <laughs> I I honestly think like Rossetti is doing God's work by making sure that, that you don't mess around with the yeah. with the clock or uh, or exit without saving or whatnot. Um, and he doesn't take lightly to to cheating, and and neither do I. So. Yeah. Um, even though I, 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 Rossetti is not present in the game, um, uh, from the outset, I, 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 I choose to play it as if he's always watching. His spirit lingers. He left a lasting impression on you and I both. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean that I didn't purposely turn off the GameCube version a few times just to see what he would say. <laughs> of course. Uh, but but they also take that into consideration, and he comments on that. Yeah. And like R- Rossetti was very much um, one of my first meta experiences. Yeah. Um, uh, I hadn't played Metal Gear Solid yet. I hadn't played Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem yet. Yeah. So uh, I I loved Rossetti. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, acknowledging that you're a player and it's a game and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's funny you bring up the other two games that I would have brought up as well. Um, yeah. You said that, like you said, oh, first meta, and I was like, yeah, Eternal Darkness is probably the one that sticks out the most for me because sure, that game yeah. messes with you. Um, yeah. For people who aren't familiar with Eternal Darkness, it's essentially like a, I, 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 uh, man, like a Cthulhu, like like uh, old gods sort of storyline. Yeah. It's a um, very Lovecraft influenced yeah. action game yeah. that that definitely gets a little a little postmodern on you. Yeah, uh, yeah. it uh, it 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 pulls some tricks on you. You have like a yeah. sanity meter, and when that sanity yeah. meter fills up, uh, something will happen to your character. That's essentially how yeah. you die. And I uh, and there are times in the game where it kind of forces you into a situation where it's like, oh, well, you can't escape from how insane this is uh and when it and when it does that it it has a few tricks up its sleeve that yeah i i'm not gonna spoil (laughs) because i really hope that eternal darkness does eventually get uh, a port to to the switch or uh to i I don't i don't even know who could do that right it's it is one of those things i don't know who would be able to do that it's it's very Um, much like rogue squadron for me where it's like i know that those that those three games are kind of well four if you count the the uh the nebu starfighter one um Mm -hmm. battle for nebu i i they're kind of trapped 
because they're yeah. in a weird limbo of like, well, they're Lucas Arts yeah. games, but Look. Factor Five sure don't exist. Yeah, and, exactly. And it's like, and so, for all intents and purposes, neither does Silicon Knights. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so the, these things I think kind of get lost in 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 rights yeah. limbo until um, it seems like until time a certain amount of time elapses and then yeah and then it becomes fair game to 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 move it around and that sort of thing i uh, they just announced this morning that that episode one racer is yeah to the nintendo oh, switch so with improved controls because i'm i'm pretty sure that i have episode one racer on the playstation 4 but i think it's a ps3 classic port oh yeah <laughs> if that makes any sense um yep I uh yeah it's it the, the controls are just as kind of clunky as they were on the sure. on the Nintendo 64 it felt more at home on the Nintendo 64 cuz we didn't know any better yeah. cuz everything was janky yeah but i'm really hoping that that improved controls on the switch means that i'll be able to pop those uh those nunchucks off the the joy-cons hold them in that nunchuck mode and and use that'd the, be great use the analogs to to yeah. to power this the separate um pods because that yeah. that was the 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 mode in uh in the n64 version if you plugged in your control the two controllers you could, right yeah you could play with two controllers like one in each hand and control each pod independently yeah that's pretty rad the way it was meant to be played uh, yeah. just like the arcade game so i like i'm that is super exciting and i will definitely yeah that on day one but uh yeah i yeah, Rogue Squadron is. What was what was the other Star Wars guy that was announced this morning? Uh, it it was shadow dropped like it, it came out today, um, and that was uh, a Jedi Knight Two Jedi Academy, um, right? Yeah. So <laughs> the 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 actual full title on that game, if you want to <laughs> add all of the omitted titles, <laughs> is Star Wars colon Dark Forces colon Jedi Knight. Two colon Jedi Academy. That's the full uh, title of yes. that game. Um, Great, because it's a it's, sequel it, it, to 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 uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight uh, Jedi Outcast. Um, I it, it's it's so obnoxious. It's so ridiculous <laughs> because it's actually like listen as as a as a Square Enix fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I have a thing or two to say about uh, absurd game titles. Yeah, um, yeah. The lineage of of those characters of Kyle Katarn uh, in particular is is a little bit ridiculous. Um, but uh, but yeah. So that's out. I uh, I actually never played that one. I played I played Jedi <laughs> Outcast on the on the GameCube of all things. Um, right. And I was very close when they announced that that was coming out. I was very close to buying it, and then. <laughs> remembered vaguely what the gameplay was like and was like that's <laughs> that's not gonna have aged particularly well it's it's like um i i i tie fighter and and x-wing um, sure which i know are beloved games and absolutely, yeah, absolutely rogue squadron wouldn't exist without those games first like that's yeah. a that's a direct evolution yeah. but the people who try and tell me that those games play better than Rogue Squadron Two, Rogue Leader, it's like mm. get get out of my face. Like it's yeah. it's no contest. Um, yeah. 
and and when those I, I years ago now when those became available again to play on pc i was like did you hear that that's the sound of all of the nostalgia bubbles popping from everybody who hasn't <laughs> been able to play those games for over a decade um sure yeah playing them again and going like oh oh yeah pc controls yeah. were not super sophisticated back then but uh, okay so i'm I'm the sort of person who doesn't really care if controls have quote unquote aged well. Like I, I, and I'm feeling this today because I absolutely bought Panzer Dragoon remake as soon as I possibly could. Yeah. Um, and saw a lot of people complaining about controls and like to to test it, I went back and popped the original in my Saturn, and I was like, "No, this controls the way <laughs> Panzer Dragoon always has. Yeah. Like this is exactly what this game is." Um, so, just uh, in like a broader sense, how, how what is your approach to playing old games? Like, I, I I don't. I guess I don't really understand the 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 need that everyone else seems to have mm-hmm. to modernize control schemes for everything i so if if i'm gonna play the classic version of something um i want to play it with that controller right uh-huh. so if 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 i'm gonna if something's being ported over to the playstation 4 then i want it to feel it doesn't have to feel exactly like a modern game because i think with a lot of ports that would be nearly impossible without remaking right sure but when it's like oh well stuff is kind of we kind of just mapped it the best that we could that Mm -hmm. that kind of that never really works for me um even something as simple as like shadow of the colossus with the with the playstation 4 uh remake of it the the uh-huh. the slight improvements that they made to it because you are on on a just a slightly different controller i feel like we're we're smart they left the things that i think a lot of people complain about with that game um and they gave you the ability to swap it back which hmm. i think is the is the kind of happy medium for everybody yeah. but that said like like I have no problem with if if I was presented with an opportunity to play Shadow of the Colossus on the PlayStation Two, mm-hmm. I would play it happily and have no problem with the fact that that the PlayStation Two controller is it's not quite as comfortable, it's not quite as as uh, uh, sensitive and and uh, responsive sure. as as the PS4 DualShock is. Um, yeah, but like with something like we're talking about uh, Episode One Racer. Uh, that was originally at home on a very unique controller, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so to bring that over when I played it on the PlayStation Four, I was like, "This isn't really like I'm not I'm not feeling it." Like I I probably played it for about an hour and then put it down and haven't never picked it back up. Um, huh. But I'm hoping that that the these what they're saying about like oh you know they they've they've uh, adapted the control scheme to 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 the nintendo switch i'm like okay cool like like let's see what that means and i'm willing to jump in for that but most of the time if it is something um i i older i would prefer to just break out the the previous 
like that original version of it or or have a sure. controller that at least approximates it right when i play smash brothers mm-hmm. i yes i can play it with the joy cons but i would much rather play it with my gamecube controllers sure um and i have no problem being tethered if that's what it takes um yeah and and i if they were to release rogue squadron on the nintendo switch if they were to finally figure out how to do gamecube virtual console stuff and start bringing those games out i would want to use gamecube controllers for it because the gamecube controller had its own little sort of quirks and nuances to it with that Mm -hmm. gigantic a button and the the analog triggers right so Uh, like the analog triggers are actually uh an integral part of the control scheme in rogue squadron i can't imagine playing that game without analog triggers um and and the the switch doesn't have analog triggers right so Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know there's got to be a way to to figure that out in order for that to work for me because um being able to control the velocity of your starfighter is everything in that game and i i and those analog triggers were the key to it like that that slowly pressing it down until it clicks and knowing okay it's clicked i'm as fast as i'm gonna go Um, yeah and having that that sort of feedback so that because with playstation especially i i i I guess less so with the with the with the dual shock fours but um but certainly on the playstation 2 and playstation 3 i would always find myself just like white knuckle gripping those controllers because there just isn't a lot of bounce to the triggers right no, you have there's there's very little feedback for the yeah. pressure sensitivity in those controllers. Like that was um, that was an always an always an issue with um, MGS two and MGS three mm. because there are uh, especially in MGS three there are certain CQC moves that only happen when you've pushed a button down to the max yeah but sometimes you don't know you're doing that so all of a sudden you've slid a guy's throat that you were only trying to hold up yeah or or an mgs2 you've you've shot when you were trying to put your gun away kind of thing so yeah um so yeah i don't know like like i i i do like jumping into old games uh and i love the 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 uh nintendo online stuff Mm-hmm. with uh with the access to all these <laughs> very uh, weird I, titles for the nes and the super nes um i i like that they're weird I'm, oh i love I'm it really happy about that it's i i yeah i mean i i have the nes classic and the super nes classic so i have all of the games not all of them i mean like obviously mm-hmm. there there are there are titles that i wish were on those but sure. um i have so many of the games that I would want to spend time with on those consoles. And, and in exactly the way that I, that I'm talking about, I can play them the way that they felt back then. Cause you've got an NES paddle, you've got a, a, a super Nintendo controller. Um, sure. Like, like they're, they're, they're perfect in approximating that. Um, as to, to me, at least, I don't know. I'm sure that there are like speed runners sure. and stuff that are like that frames in the wrong spot, but, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so. yes that frame is in the wrong spot. yeah exactly <laughs> i like i said i don't know like i just play video games <laughs> for funsies i <Yeah>. but uh <clears throat> yeah for for the for the nintendo online stuff it's just kind of every month 
popping in there and being like, well, I wonder, I wonder what weird thing they're going to give me this month. Is it going to be some sort of Japanese tennis game I've never seen or uh, something yeah. with a Frisbee and, and uh, mechanical yeah. dogs or like, I, I don't know. Except, except they also haven't really kept any kind of schedule. So I'm, yeah, this is true. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, mm, boy. Yeah. I have, I, I could do a three hour long conversation about <laughs> Nintendo's, uh, online selection uh and virtual console endeavors and i have i have lots and lots of thoughts about those it's uh Uh, the the one thing to me that is very odd and i think it's because they want to roll these things out one at a time uh is is like we know with with virtual console on the uh on the wii and the wii u that like n64 games weren't a problem uh uh, game boy games weren't a problem like let's let's get that stuff on the switch already. Like I, I don't, it, it was baffling to me at the time when it launched and it was almost a deal breaker for me when the switch launched. Cause I remember like I waffled, I went back and forth of like, they announced that thing and I was like hundred percent in, there's no way I'm not getting this. And then they had that, <laughs> that awful, very Japanese uh, investor presentation uh, that was like, everybody was like, yeah, this is going to be like a PlayStation or an Xbox keynote at E3. And they came out and they were like, please be excited for all of the features coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, uh-huh. And and then they just kept snapping their fingers every 30 seconds. And, and by the end of that, I was so, um, I don't want to say underwhelmed, but just kind of disappointed uh, in particular at the lack of, of mention of virtual console because mm. i think the rumors going into it if i remember right at the time where they're going to announce a virtual console it's going to be everything they've done before and gamecube's going to be included for the first time uh and so i think i overhyped myself and right, uh, yeah. and then that ended up uh falling short um yeah uh, so i was like screw you nintendo i actually remember there was a there was a, a post that I made on Facebook that you responded to that where I was like, um, I Nintendo mastering the art. So this is I'm paraphrasing. It's not exactly this, but like Nintendo mastering the art of tricking you into paying for a game that you've already bought six times. And uh, <laughs> I, and you were like, you're like, what do you mean exactly? And, and I was like, well, just like, like they're going to make us pay for Mario, like Super Mario Brothers again. Right. Like that's what it that's kind of what it felt like at the time. That was the, right. the vibe that they were putting out. And then right. a year later or whatever, uh, uh, Nintendo Online becomes a thing and they go with Nintendo Online, you get this stuff. And it was right. like, OK, there you go. That that should have launched with the console for whatever reason it didn't, um, which I'm sure was yeah. just Nintendo having a hard time figuring out how to do online infrastructure because. Sure. They just they 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 can't seem to wrap their heads around people want to play people. One person in one location wants to play a video game with a human being in a in a different location. You mean like on a different (laughs) part of the couch? It's like, no, no, no. In like a in like a different place. Oh, so like in a different room in the house. Uh, No, like a different house, maybe a different city, maybe even a different country. Um, Like, Yeah. yeah, but. But what if that person's a pervert? And you're like, well, that's the risk that we all take when we go online. That's just kind of 
I think I yeah. think that 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 uh, users are used to uh, to managing that themselves. Nintendo still yeah. wants to kind of hold our hands a little bit um, on totally. that, and uh, and has a hard time with online as a result. But yeah, um, they finally figured it out. They gave it to us, and they were like, you "Have a bunch of old video games to to make this seem like it's worth it because you're not playing Call of Duty or Destiny on your Nintendo Switch. So <laughs> why do you need to pay for online? It's kind of unclear. Um, I mean, every once in a while, a game like Animal Crossing comes out that makes it worthwhile. Yeah. But completely, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there is there um, anything else that that you wanted to to touch on? I know Jason, who is in the the audience at the moment, wanted to know if you have any Xbox recommendations, uh, because I only ever talk about Nintendo and PlayStation. Uh, Xbox recommendations. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Xbox One is currently the best place to play the final fantasy 13 trilogy um they are backwards compatible um the the man they just look amazing they load faster than anywhere else um they are just gorgeous uh, i man i'm jealous of of Xbox owners because that is a trilogy that deserves some love and it is it is currently the best place to play those three games and say whatever you want about Final Fantasy 13 uh unfortunately you're wrong <laughs> and that that trilogy is worth playing cool um yeah i 13 is one of the ones that i just i think i think 12 I just kind of made me realize like, Oh, I, I like final fantasy as a franchise. I just don't necessarily always like playing the games. Uh, sure. uh, Cause like with, with FF12, if you, if you could cut that story down to two hours and present it to me in a, in a way where I could just sit and, and enjoy the story with those characters, uh, I would happily mm -hmm. digest that. But, yeah. um, well, that's just star Wars. It, you, yes. <laughs> I am fully aware. I, I, but yeah, like managing, managing systems and subsystems and then the subsystems within the system systems. I, uh, it, it, it's, I have fun with it for about five or six hours and then, and then generally trail off and, and never pick it back up. Uh, so I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick to final fantasy six and final fantasy eight. And uh, I mean, oh, I'm going to play seven. Those don't have right. systems within systems within systems. No, but here's the thing about eight. You can, <laughs> eight, eight is the, the I know. most, <laughs> I know I'm fully aware of the like guardian force. I, I draw system nonsense. Yeah. But Here's the thing about Final Fantasy VIII. When the first time that I played it, when I was like, I think I was like fourteen or fifteen, um, I was a dumb kid that didn't know how to play Final Fantasy games. It was the first sure. Final Fantasy game I ever played. I just mashed the X button um, and and square button respectively when 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 right. the time called for it, uh, and uh, 
if I if I died, I would just go grind, <laughs> right. and yeah. then come back and then just mash buttons uh, as as yeah. fast as possible to try and get through that. Um, so you can absolutely just play Final Fantasy VIII and Final Fantasy VI without being smart about it at all. Um, okay. Whereas I find twelve, it's like twelve plays itself. Um, and you are just the overseer. Final Fantasy twelve is Final Fantasy middle manager. Uh, it's you know like like you're just you're just saying like hey uh, you guys go fight the monsters. Uh, I'll just sit back and make sure you're fighting the monsters correctly. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna say that's uh, reductive, and I think you know that. Of course. That but was my I, I, experience personally with it, um, because sure, I just yeah. don't want to invest that much time in 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 the complexity of those systems. So I don't know what thirteen was right. like, but I uh, I never quite got uh, there because thirteen it, was nothing like twelve. Yeah, that's um, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's very much uh, I uh, I think I think you would actually quite enjoy it. Um, there's there's very little in terms of uh like character management beyond um like character growth hmm. like uh putting putting points into you know which job you want a character to excel in um and it is it's quite streamlined uh to the point where a lot of people hated how streamlined it was <laughs> Uh, but, uh, if, if you want a story that just kind of takes you on a ride and lets you fight some battles between each cutscene, um, I think you would actually really enjoy 13. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds more in the vein of, of, uh, 10 than, uh, than, than 12. <laughs> Very um, much so. Closer yes, to that. absolutely. Uh, but I'm sure with better, I don't, it's better voice acting is what i was gonna say but ff10 is a is such a conundrum to me because the voice actors involved in that game are uh top notch like you have some of the the i think the best voice actors uh, certainly that were working at that time and and sure. well we know who you love the most yeah exactly um, <laughs> um but uh yeah, so for people don't who don't understand that reference, uh, uh, <laughs> James Arnold Taylor played Titus, the main character in yeah. in Final Fantasy X, and there is a very famous scene of Titus laughing, and it's it's very cringy, and it's like you watch it and you're like, there's no way that this wasn't a choice in the room. Yes, that's what I don't understand. It has it never bothered me. I yeah. didn't understand anybody's I didn't understand that there was a problem with it until the internet told me that that's yeah, yeah, yeah. what was happening. And I but in context just like if you're playing the game and you get to that scene, you know exactly why it is the way it is. It is one hundred percent a choice. Yeah. Uh, and and it's right there. It it spells it out for you. Um. So I I never understood why that blew up the way it did. 
I think that's um, just no, a it, just a meme culture thing, right? It's like yeah. uh when our mutual friend Andrew uh will will tell us that um he actually only understands uh a, a pop culture reference because it was referenced in the Simpsons and not because right. of the actual yeah. thing. Um I think like that's a that's yeah. kind of how meme culture works is that people don't uh <laughs> don't necessarily know the thing. Uh, they know the reference to the thing, and that's a, that's one of those. Because, yeah, I mean, James Arnold Taylor is a is a great oh. voice actor, and if he wanted to give you a believable laugh, he'd give you a believable laugh. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Sherston says, "See, that's your problem: listening to the internet." I uh, and uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, just don't listen to the internet. It's uh, it's uh, 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 but except for this, you should listen to this. And if and if we say something, then you should probably. Uh, uh, you know, take it to heart, but uh, in, other internet. in Andrew's in Andrew's defense, The Simpsons is loaded with like boomer references that there's no way oh, yeah. anyone older than forty would understand at this point in time. So, yeah, uh, the, the, yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's but, some there's some there's some deep cuts in yeah. The Simpsons. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because because when Andrew listens to this, Andrew will never listen to this. Uh, I, I don't want his feelings to be hurt. <laughs> Somebody's gonna snip out that one part and send it to him. I, um, cool. Uh, you know what? I think I think let's wrap it up there. Uh, oh, I gotta sure. I gotta go finish cleaning the house while everybody else sleeps. Um, yeah. I I so that Crystal can wake up to a nice clean home. Uh, I and love. And, we can all maintain our sanity just a little longer. Um, yeah. I, but thank you very much, Victor, for joining me. I uh, thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Anytime. Uh, well, I mean, you say that and, and I'm going to, I'm going to wear out my welcome with this stuff because I, I know okay. we're, we're going to be stuck in this situation we're in it for the long haul for a, at least, I'm going to say at least like, eight more weeks i like that's my gut yeah. telling me that it's yeah. gonna be probably june before we see the light of day um that sounds about yeah and uh uh that means that there are a lot more weeks uh ahead of us to uh to 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 jump in and do these live streams i think yeah. actually next week i might tone it down a little bit um when i initially came up with this plan it was like I wanted to put something out there to help people get through um, uh, the 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 couple of weeks that I think we were all expecting the the maybe yeah. two or three weeks that we were expecting when we went into this, but yeah. um, this is a really heavy pace along with uh, <laughs> uh, recording Thunderquack every Monday and then um, uh, Rebel Cells every Tuesday. So it mm -hmm. was like every night of the week, and I was like, okay, I can do that for a couple of weeks, but uh, I think mm -hmm. that I might reduce it down to two streams next week uh, uh and obviously I, i'll make a decision before tomorrow night um and i'll announce it there um yeah which, which days we'll be back but that said sure i will definitely be bringing you back on because i'm gonna i'm gonna cycle through my rolodex pretty quick it's i'm, I'm already yeah, hard pressed to sure. think of people that that will answer <laughs> my call um when i ask them to come be on a podcast so uh, but yeah. but I'm sure that we'll have lots of exciting things to talk about uh, in the future. Totally. You know, what? let's 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 preview now and say the next time that we that we do this, let's let's talk about some anime stuff because that's something that okay. that 
Amanda and I don't cover very often on uh, on Thunder Quack. We, we can talk about some old school sure. anime, sort of like our our top yeah, three. I, favorites. I love these wacky cartoons. Yeah, uh, these things are wild. <laughs> yeah, this crazy that crazy Japanimation. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. Have you heard about this stuff? It's pretty. It's pretty nuts, uh, and I like yeah. it a lot. So. Uh, cool. Well, thank you, Victor. Uh, thank you to our our two. Uh, oh, actually, we have four concurrent viewers at the moment. Uh, so that's exciting. Whoa! Uh, that's actually. Uh, it's not the highest. Our first stream had seven, but uh, but but there's a couple Dang. extra people in there, in there tonight. Uh, so thank you to everybody who's been listening live, um, uh, and thank you to everybody who's listening later on podcasts. Uh, on podcast services and whatnot. Um, of course, the Thunderquack podcast is the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. Go to Thunderquack.com to check out all the other great podcasts in the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Uh, and uh, you can support us in three ways. First, uh, go to the podcast service of your choice and uh, and leave a, a rating, a review, uh, 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 an up, up, upsy thumbs, uh, 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 a star. I don't know. <laughs> 